Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is club call time. <sighs> now, there's only two of us in the studio, but we're still doing club calls. So I will keep an eye on it on my laptop. And if someone calls, it means I have to run around there, set it up. And um, just so you know, but so there might be a bit fiddly. Ned's on holiday. It's a technicality. Ned's like Club Tropicana, as we speak. Fair play to him. Fun and sunshine. Yeah. Drinks just all over his house. He is. He's wiping fluids up all over the house. He is wiping fluids up. And that's not a euphemism. No. Or a lie. No. Keep getting texts off him telling us what he's doing. Mm. Um, But yeah, there you go. You've you've had, if you're a Premier member, you will have been storing up your vent since Friday. Now is the chance yeah, of we were just your spleen. About, we were just about Black Friday and we realised Black Friday was last Friday. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So there's loads going on, of course. Premier League obviously returns this weekend. Um, our game Sunday, obviously, the the points deduction, the uh, all that goes with it. Even now, just like literally broken. Apparently that Sky are apparently going to turn down the volume or something if... If certain fake, you know, fake, uh, fake stadium sounds, apparently, apparently they're going to take the noise that they use when Liverpool play. Really? No, after minute one when it goes dead quiet. Oh, and, that's where it's silent. And they pretend that there's actually crowds in, and they're going to use that. So um, I can't. If that happens, then it's just what's the point of football anymore? Seriously. Mm. What is what the I point? Mean? I don't know what the point is. But there you go. Right. So. Um, yeah. I'm just asking the question about this. Is it real? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out, won't we? That may be funny. There you go. Um, yeah. So there you go. If you've got something to say about Richard Masters or about the Premier Big League Dickie. ruling or about... Big Dicky. Big Dicky, Big yeah. yeah. Big Dick. Um Or you've got something to talk about Casey Dave Phillips, who was... It would appear if you looked at all of the information, he doesn't like Everton. Or if you think that Everton were right to get it and you're a Premier member, then give us a, you know, give us a call and, and have your say. We've been talking about it for days, so let's hear what you've got to say about it. Um, See what happens. That's the way to do it, isn't it? That is a very close-up shot of your head. That's, I mean... Just keep talking. Yeah, I I don't think anyone needs that to be that close. Do you know what I mean? But there you go. Yeah, that's a better... I'll be honest, that felt like a better position. So did that. I'm hoping we still... You can still hear me. I still feel like that's far too close. But hey-ho, what can I do? I mean, I can start going like this. There you go. There you go. Hello, is it me you're looking at? I'll just sit from here. This is a much more chilled yeah. position. I don't even know, you know, I don't even know why I don't sit like this normally, but hey, there you go. So let us know. Let us know. Let us know Um, what your thoughts are. How are you feeling as Evertonians at the moment? Can you not wait for Sunday? Are we feeling that? Is it a case that Everyone's trying to kick us. Is it making you more angry? We saw, obviously, the 1878 have released a video today of the uh, the the cards that are going to be held up with um, the Premier League on. What do you think about that? It's what, over 40 grand, isn't it, they've raised now? Um, 
how are you feeling? With all the information that's come out in the last few days, are you starting to feel like... Are you starting to feel like things are strengthening Everton's appeal? Or are you one of those people that just thinks there's there's no way this will get reduced? It'll, we'll end up still with the 10 points. Is that how you're feeling? But there has been other stuff out there that the whole thing's going to be quashed or swapped, rather, for like a transfer window ban and a fine. I can't see that personally. Um. I feel like there could be, I feel like there could be, like the punishment could be like halved or points suspended. I feel like that could happen, but um, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a hard few days, hasn't it? As an Evertonian, frustrating. Not a, it's not really. A lot of it is sensationalist. Don't get me wrong, and again, just to reiterate for people who feel like. There's Evertonians who are saying we shouldn't be um, punished or whatever. I feel like if we have, and we have, we've gone over the threshold, so therefore I feel like we should be punished. But I do not feel like a points deduction, and certainly not a points deduction of the amount we've been given, is justifiable in my opinion. That's just the way it is. I just feel it. It's all a little bit mad. Um, but yeah, let me know. I, I, you know, and if you're if you're watching this and you're a fan of a different football club, what is your take? Don't be tribal over it. Just have a look objectively. Don't give it all your cheating and all that. The money, the reason why Everton are over is to do with the state building a new stadium. Now, when there's been other stadiums, Arsenal built this, no problem. Manchester City were given this, which again I haven't got an issue with, but they were given a stadium. West Ham. We're given a stadium, right? Tottenham built theirs, okay? Now, we've built our own, but on on top of that, there is a global pandemic and obviously a war in which we lost our sponsors. And there was a ruling yesterday that the Premier League clubs voted on where if... Everton wouldn't have been under, sorry, if USM wouldn't have been under kind of sanctions, we would have been able to go and get another huge sponsorship deal, like properly huge sponsorship deal off them. Um, but we can't because they're gone, and that's a big hole in our budget. So for argument's sake, that is where we're up to. Um, but let us know. I mean, like I say, it's not as if we've spent this money on buying Jude Bellingham for 150 million and we've stayed up because he's amazing. Ours is literally to do with uh, the stadium, but there you go. We've got our first caller. Who is it? Oh, it's Astro. It's, it's right. Yo. Just the man you need to kick yeah. off this kind yeah. of debate. Nick, yeah. how are you? You got, you got me, man. Can you hear me? No. Nick? Yeah, can you hear me? Hang on. Hey, hang on. Yo, yo. Stay with. Stay with. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm not Just going trying anywhere. to get Nick. Yeah, I'm here. Maybe a little test, test, one, two. Is it me? Maybe it's me. Bear with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you, Nick. Okay, mate. Uh, oh, just, there's a frog. I'm, I'm just. There's a frog. No, there's no frogs. There's no frogs. No, they're not plugged in. Hang on. Are they plugged in or not, Baz? No, they're not because the wire's under them. Ah. Uh, like, bear with, bear, bear with. with. 
Now I can hear him. Nick. All right. Go yeah. on, big man. Kick us off. Well, I got to tell you something. Frog. Little Dicky Masters and the uh, and the reps of the uh, Get Along Gang at the Premier League with a little KC and the Sunshine Band Commission, they done well and truly outkicked the coverage and ended up in the middle of something they didn't want any part of. Absolutely. Yeah. No, stop it. It's hard to disagree. I mean, you, you kept mentioning Cobras making me skin crawl there, mate, but you're absolutely right. They have, they've opened Pandora's box and they can't shut it now, can they? No, and the thing is, is that the ballots she don't fit, Daddy, then you got to acquit. And that's the bottom line right there. Mm. At the end of the day, like, and I explained it to a buddy of mine stateside. You know, stateside Evertonian, my buddy Kit down in Orlando, he's, he's a massive believer now. He's worried about all this. And, and I said to him, listen, it's like me and you. Let's say that you're out on a lash, you know, and, or somebody's out on a lash and they beat somebody up in a bar fight to the point where they can't even move and they're in the hospital. And, and, and they should be hit with, like, aggressive or aggravated assault and all kinds of stuff. But no, 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 they get nothing. They get a fine. Mm. And they get turned. They don't, they don't even go to jail. They don't spend a minute in jail. I said, but you, you speed on your way to work, which is a misdemeanor. And you go 10 miles over the speed limit. should be a ticket. But the busies clap the irons on you and put you in the paddy wagon and drag you down to the to the, to the county jail for, for for ten days because you spent ten miles over the speed limit. Mm. And, and, and oh, by the way, it, I don't know. It, it just it, it it defies logic and reality. Okay, and and then you've got issues of uh, uh, you have a, lead, a Leeds lawyer, right? Who? How long did this cat work for Leeds? Like a decade? Yes, yeah. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that he doesn't have uh, attachments there. 
that is um what's the word i'm looking for here i'm, I'm struggling with my vocabulary a conflict moment, of interest it's a conflict of interest it's an absolute conflict of interest and if you are going to do anything that is going to stand up not in so much a court of law but the court of public opinion you have to make sure all your eyes are dotted and t's are crossed mm. you make sure the people who are going to make this decision are going to be vetted they're free of conflict of interest they are Listen, we all have unconscious bias, so that are, that's hard to avoid. But you make sure that they don't have any overt bias, and 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 you 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 have them rule accordingly based on a set of you know expectations and rules and and experience, right? Mm -hmm. You know what your crime is, you know what your punishment is, and, and again, we've gone through this before. It ought to be nine points, not ten. The mm -hmm. Premier League literally made this up as they went along, and it is a heavy-handed jackboot reaction mm. to them trying to avoid oversight from the government let mm. me tell you something my granddad always used to say two things one is if common sense was more common then more people would have it if common sense <laughs> was common more people would have it yep. that's the first thing he said the second thing he said is that the bit dog always hollers absolutely okay? that's exactly what this is the premier league knew they were about to get their butts twisted and they knew they were about to get called up. And said, listen, if you aren't doing anything wrong, then you've got nothing to hide. Mm. It's like a, it's like a spouse a cheating spouse trying to hide their phone. If you ain't doing nothing wrong, then why are you trying to hide your phone? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Premier League. Little Dickie's trying to hide his phone. Okay, <laughs> Little Dickie Masters and the KC and the Sunshine Band get along, gang, and the rest of these peckerheads at the Premier League they're trying to hide. They're trying to hide their homework. So that it doesn't get graded, mm. they, they, they're they're trying to avoid having their little. They're, they're trying to avoid having anybody look at what they've been doing because mm. it's it's like this. If they're trying to avoid you seeing what they're doing, then there's probably more to it than you think. Mm. Well, what there's about probably more to it than you think? Nick, what about the fact that you've just been talking about uh, Dave Phillips, KC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Did, talking about Casey in the Sunshine Band. Yes, not sir. that one, not that one. Do you know that he sat on the panel that gave Everton the biggest ever fine for a pitch invasion for the Crystal Palace game? That's come out today. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Color me shocked. Mm -hmm. This is my surprise face, if you could see it. <laughs> oh, and by the way, this same gang of thugs and hustlers are the ones who are going to decide whether they're going to hand out compensation. Woo, well, listen, if we in the business of opening up Pandora's box and getting involved in stuff we ain't got no business being in, let's just go all out. Let's mm -hmm. go back. And I want 2009. I want the FA Cup from Chelsea. Yep. Yep. I'm going to tell you what. You start opening this, how far does it go back? Mm -hmm. it, it is apt. Nobody thought this through. They looked at us, and they saw the disarray of how badly the football club was run. Mm -hmm. They saw an easy mark. They thought we were the ones, but what they didn't count on was that the, when they did this, they slapped a big blue hornet's nest, and it has absolutely riled up and pissed off every Evertonian from Boodle to Bangladesh, okay? And we, we, can, we can have at each other. We can, and we do, because we're passionate and because we care. Nobody gets all bent out of shape about nothing they, care, they don't care about. Okay. Mm. The reason why Evertonians get so bent out of shape is because of how much we love this football club and how much it means to us, to each other, and to all of us as individuals. But when you come in from the outside, 
Ooh, you better pack a lunch and load for bear. Because you're going to pull off some shit that you ain't got enough hands to handle. And that's exactly what they've done. They're going to find out. Uh, there's the there's the effing around, and then there's a the finding out. Well, they're graduating from effing, effing up to finding out. There's effing around to finding out. I'm trying to mind my language because I know we don't hear. I don't want the little children to hear me cussing more than they already have. You know, I don't want Astro Jr. picking up any of this bad stuff. He's at daycare right now, so he's safe. <laughs> But I'm gonna tell you what, like he he's absolutely beside himself. I mean, you can't sure say is. nothing about the Premier League. He spit this bottle out. And looks at you like, don't you be saying nasty stuff in front of me? Mm. I, everybody knows. You know what? Life is weird. You go through some crazy, crazy stuff, and you guys know. You know, you guys mm. know me. You know, I've been through some crazy stuff, mm. and you kind of look at it and you go, "Man, what did I go through all that for?" Mm. It listen. The last two seasons was a dress rehearsal to get us ready for what we're going through right now. It was to mentally and emotionally and spiritually prepare us for the fight ahead. Because let me tell you something. It, this ain't a one-round fight, and this ain't a multiple. This ain't a single opponent. This is like Survivor Series from the WWE, and y'all ass hit the ring first. And you got Undertaker, Andre the Giant, the Superfly Jimmy Snooker getting ready to come in and get you. Coco Beware got the bird flapping and all that stuff. And they all coming to kick your ass. <laughs> That's where we are right now. But what they don't realize is, is that I am a real American is playing, and the Hulkamaniacs and the Evertonians is all getting together, and we about to whoop everybody's ass and, and blast them all. Because, listen, this football club's been here. Listen, founded member of the football league. Before a Premier League was ever thought about, Premier League wasn't even a bubble in his daddy's ball sack when Everton started kicking a football around. So we're going to be here long after all, all these chodes have passed mm. Nick, and what 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 are, what are you gonna do? What, what am I gonna do? What are you gonna do when all the astromaniacs run wild on you? That's exactly what the Premier League should be asking themselves, but they didn't. But they guess what? They get to find out. They get to find out because I buy the whoop ass wholesale, Costco size. I get that shit by the pallet, okay? And when I let it loose, people gonna go to build an art because of all the whoop ass that's gonna flood through. It's gonna be like y'all come on over build the art. We're gonna get flooded by astro whoop ass. I'm telling you, it is. It's, you know, listen, Evertonians have mobilized and we have we've come together. And it's like, it's like, you know what, Premier League, thank you. You did the one thing I didn't think possible. You woke a sleeping giant. And, and, and you're going to find out. Sunday is going to be magical. Get your kids, get around the television, record it for posterity, because it's going to be a kickoff like you ain't never seen before. It's going to be sight, sound, and fury. It's going to be beautiful. I mean, I think the frog's finally the frog's got him. Frog's got him. All I wanted to say to Nick is we all stand together. We do all, we stand, all together. stand together. Paul McCartney there on the phone giving <laughs> it the big one. You just needed this baby in the background to go, bum, bum, bum. Ah, uh, yeah. We'd have been all right. Oh. It's right. Thanks, Nick, for calling in from the bayou there. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's kicked us off in a... Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. a, a way that we yeah. couldn't have hoped. Marine, so we've missed we've missed the frogs. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't had Degsy calling with his no. frog chorus lately, but Nick has been back. Yeah. Great messaging from Nick, yeah. and obviously the added bonus of the frogs. I think what he was basically saying is to be an Evertonian, you need a thick skin, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what if you break it down, mm. distill it, that's what it was. Um, Dead Eye Donny on the super chat. I actually feel a bit bad because Ned Donny gave us a big super chat the other day. 
and Ned hasn't done what mm. was requested. I, I feel this so, is on you, though. I, I, I'll, I will, when we you finish... you are, like, the official cleaner of I, the team. I will do this when we finish, or I'll have a little bit of a go. Danny, I can only apologise. There was a couple of more people in the... In the uh, in the room, in the bayou, in the room, but oh. they've they've seemed to have disappeared. So okay. if you want to come back, I'll I'll sort yeah. you out. Andre says get the likes in. Uh, Dex says uh, click subscribe. Um, Phil McBoob says don't forget to subscribe and also hit the like button. Mm. So fair play, some great uh, great uh, messaging. Mm. It's all good. It's all good. Um, where are we there? Oh, oh, just heard someone. Oh. Hello? <laughs> oh, the back. Hello? 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 <laughs> Hello? Gary? Is Gary it Gary? Gary, you're out the basement yet? Right, R- Rich, let's get Rich on. Rich, are you there? Yeah, look at that. Don't, don't, we don't even need anyone over there. Seamless. Why didn't we know this before? Seamless. We've been giving Ned overtime for no reason. Go on, Rich. No for time, no more. For Go, on. Go on, Rich. What do you want to say, mate? Go on. Ramble away, Rich. Ramble away. just we're just uh like astro said you know we're not going to take it lying down and not only we're not going to take it lying down you know we're going to be coming back at them uh in some way or other um because you know we all know it's ridiculous we all know um we all know uh what they've done isn't isn't for the reasons of um, safeguarding the integrity of the Premier League. It's not about any of that stuff. It's just about them looking after themselves, trying to make sure that their little position is uh, 
is uh, nice and cozy, and their little um, their little cabal can carry on doing what they're doing uh, in their own little way, and um, you know everybody else can uh, can just uh, sod off really, you know. So, um, well, we've got news for them, and I can't wait for the game at the weekend. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I can't wait to see all the cards being lifted, all the banners. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I just think um, you'd think they'd learn a lesson, wouldn't you? You know, you'd think they'd learn a lesson um, after all the the Hillsborough stuff. And I don't want to kind of um, be talking about any other clubs here particularly. But, you know, one of the things that they found out with all of that is you don't mess with people from this city. You don't mess with people. You don't, you don't like piss them off. You, 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 you treat them right. And if you don't treat them right, you're going to, you're going to pay the price and they're going to pay the price in some way or other, Mm. you know, and and there's the law of unintended consequences, isn't there? You know, they think that they've got this sewn up. They think that it's all sorted out, but actually, you know what? It's, it's, you know, we keep talking about the Pandora's box. I don't even know what's in the Pandora's box, but it's not nice. And it certainly isn't going to be nice for the Premier League because, um, you know, they've they've just, they've started something and they think they're in control of it, but they'll find out that they're not in control of it. So, it's, I mean, do you find, do you find, Rich, with this is that, I mean, first and foremost, what, what were you... Not hoping, because hoping we were hoping nothing had happened. But what were you thinking might happen? Did you expect a points deduction with this, or, the, or and and if so, obviously this has been a surprise because it's the biggest ever. Um, or did you expect something like maybe a suspended? Yeah, I, I I was I was expecting uh, a suspended points deduction and uh, and maybe a fine, something like that. You know, mm. maybe kind of six points suspended, maybe more if it's suspended. Um, uh, but yeah, a, sus- a suspended points deduction and a fine. I-, I I thought maybe they might go for a transfer embargo or something like that. But I was hoping they wouldn't do that because let's face it, we do need some more players. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really, <laughs> you know, in some ways, I wouldn't rather have the points deduction. <laughs> yeah. But of the two, if we if it was a choice between getting a points deduction or not being able to get new players in January, even one or two. I would uh, I would take the deduction, but no, it, yeah, suspended points deduction of fine was what I was thinking they would do. So bear in mind everything that's gone on since Friday, Rich, and, and yeah. we're hearing obviously more and more stuff going on each day, and more and more information coming to mind. We've obviously got the stuff that's going on in Parliament. We've got Ian Burns' early day motion. We've got. Lots of MPs signing stuff now. We had the Metro Mayor writing a letter personally to Richard Masters and all of that kind of stuff. Have, are you feeling confident on Everton's appeal that certainly the points deduction will be will be lessened? I don't think it'll be taken away personally, but do you think there's any, any hope Everton have got for having it maybe, say, reduced by 50% or maybe to six points instead of a 10? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's always hope, Baz. There's always mm. hope, but um, it's more hope than expectation, to be honest. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I think that the Premier League, because the way the Premier League, of course, are, are doing all of this, 
they have this independent panel they can hide behind that they can hide behind and say it's not us it's not us that's doing this it's an independent panel that's doing mm. all of this you know mm. and so and so the panel itself will want to um there's there's a danger for us that the panel itself will want to make it clear that they are independent and that none of this kind of external pressure has any effect on them all they're going to consider is the evidence in front of them which kind of is right but um you know obviously there's the bigger picture that that they that 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 is there um so i would hope i i think if they do reduce it they'll reduce it to six i can't see them going less than six mm. um and um yeah so i mean now six points if we, if we were six points down on where we were we've got to get 50 points now basically and we've got to aim to get 50 points to mm. be safe basically now and obviously with the 10 deduction it we would we would have to get forty six if we if we went down to six. I think we can get forty six points. Fifty points feels like a tall order at the moment. I don't know what you think about that, but I think it's well, it kind of. If you're talking, like, if you're talking safety, yeah, we'll only need we'll only need another thirty points for me. Thirty four points, Everton will be safe. The bottom three ain't getting more than thirty points, not at all. Um, if you want to finish kind of 10th, 11th, then yet you would have to post probably another 45 to 50 points. Are Everton going to do that? Probably not, but you never know. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I don't, you would hope all of this info coming out would strengthen Everton's case. And it's certainly given Everton a case to take to, to the independence appeal, but you just don't know. No. And. Um... No, we, you know, I mean, and, and lawyers, you know, they, they quite often like to kind of make it clear that they're the ones who are making the decisions and nobody else is kind of, you know, swaying them one way or the other. And actually, it, I wouldn't say it would be counterproductive, but it might just make them all the more determined to hunker down and just to kind of focus uh, in that particular way on, on what we say. So, you know, our, our appeal has to be right on the money. Um, you know, and, and yeah. to be honest, that's one of the things I'm less confident about is how good <laughs> our our defence is going to be because mm. we should have, you know, we, we we started off by denying the whole thing and then we said, oh no, um, we are guilty, mm. and I think that was one of the things that counted against us. So <clears throat> they've got to get it right this time. I think one of the things, Rich, is is it for the appeal certainly is we know sort of know what we're fighting now, whereas. From what's coming out, and I can't obviously, I don't know this for an absolute fact, but there's, it just feels like there's a, a few details that have come out afterwards that feel like the Everton maybe weren't aware of, or mm. or when, you know, there's one there saying that, again, I can't hand on heart say I know this is for tr- the truth, but there's one of the, there's a, there's something there suggesting that Everton were told the stadium interest was fine, and then the rules were changed halfway through, and that changed, so suddenly that wasn't fine. The stuff like that mm. that's out that it's like did we did we get a did we put forward something a case that was that we thought w- was everything in it was fine mm. and yet when it's got to the commission the commission had turned around and gone oh no no that thing there that's that you can't have that and then it's left us in this position so i wonder now now that they've got all the facts in black and white that of what is legitimate what isn't legitimate we can go away uh, and and sort our appeal on based on that because the appeal obviously hasn't gone in yet because obviously they're getting their heads together to work out what the best strategy is and that might be the that might be why a lot of these um, 
a lot of these points deduction cases do get say halved or or whatever it is in appeal because people go away and they can actually see what they were punished for and go away and say right we can we we can counter that so that'll be an interesting one when we do get to the appeal yeah uh, no i i think that's fair comments and you know i hope i hope that's right and i hope that Everton do do kind of understand as you say what they're up against now um, i just want to say as well actually this is just on a, a slightly different point there's been a lot of crap talked about this in the media a lot of so-called yeah. experts coming on stuff um i can't remember was it one of you uh, mentioned the uh, gary lineker's podcast and yeah. the, the experts on there uh, and i put a comment on there correcting about three things that he said obviously you know that'll make a big difference but you know <laughs> no, he, he, you know but it was just it was just utter nonsense what yeah. he was so like everton you know they just carried on signing players yeah. when they were told not to. i'm thinking the premier league had to approve every signing that mm. everton made in the last two or three years well certainly a couple of years i think isn't it yeah they definitely yeah. Uh, i listened to that podcast as you said and there is a lot of that and don't get me wrong there's a bit of that on both sides there's a bit on both sides where it's like you mention the stuff you want to mention and you leave out the stuff you don't want to mention i mean i don't think we've really done that we've been very very honest in our uh you know judgments of we know we've done this who caused this and it was the people who ran our football club but at the same time clearly the football club have had a hell of a lot of legal advice and have gone in with that and it hasn't maybe worked out the way they've wanted to but there is a lot of like you ask someone a question who's an expert so-called expert and they just give you um the rough shot of of and go over the 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 finer details of it and just go everton shouldn't have signed all these players we saw this this was in jonathan northcroft's uh, article as well over the weekend everton oh they went mad under frank lampard it's like no no you've left out the fact that we sold um, Luca Dean and then we sold Richarlison and, and we've sold players in the last few years we've barely no I said it the other day on Twitter and I had all the typical Liverpool fans Newcastle fans coming after me when I said we haven't spent anything in the last few years because if you see how much money we spent and how much money we've brought in we've brought more money in so this idea of you've spent loads of money well yeah we've also brought in lots and lots of money and we've got rid of people on long contracts which we were stuck with and and it's up but it's all there you know all this stuff about like Gilfie Sigurds and all this stuff about USM this all that's just getting ignored completely ignored you know we were talking about it yesterday on one of the shows saying it's what about all like the finer details what about Shank Tosin going on loan to Brighton uh, sorry to uh, Crystal Palace sorry and getting a knee injury where there was a deal agreed for the for the end of the season if he did all right he gets a he gets an acl which keeps him out for a year like how can how can you how can any football club honestly um account for that and that's the stuff where in black and white it goes well you lost money on him it's like yeah but he had he had two acls in two years how can any football club account for that that's money that has literally just gone up like a firework just and it's not wasn't our fault. He was at Crystal Palace when he done the first injury. It's mad, absolutely mad. Yeah, yeah, crazy. No, and yeah, it is, it is. Well, um, listen, I uh, I need to get off because nice I need one, to go parade around in me in me Everton top a bit more and, uh, and go get a few <laughs> things. So, um, listen, nice one, lads. Nice one, keep Rich. Up the, uh, keep up the good work. Keep getting the word out there. Nice one, and, Rich. Uh, keep sticking it to the man. Nice one. Cheers, Rich. Take it easy, mate. Ta-da.
Wait, we've got we've got someone else, and he's just walking around somewhere that looks really, really sunny. And I have to go. I'll have to go find out who it is. Okay, okay, we'll get that done in a minute. Make sure you like and subscribe, please. Also, on more than a game tonight, there is the latest inside the game podcast. There is with Gareth Farrelly, former Aston Villa, Everton, Bolton, uh, Republic of Ireland midfielder, who's now, after playing football, has become a sports litigation lawyer, but is talks about bullying in football, talks about mental health, talks about serious illness. Yeah, it's a brilliant conversation. I absolutely loved it. Uh, so make sure you check that one out as well. I'll put the link in to more than a game. Go and subscribe there as well. It takes a second for you to subscribe. Um, there it is at the bottom. Who have we got? Pat, I think we're going to Pat now. Pat? Hello? Yeah, yeah, hey. Hey, Pat. You okay? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind week. I was feeling really good about everything, you know, until Friday. It yeah. was, you know, it felt, you know, <clears throat> 14 points. What we were 14th in the table felt good, but then, but then the hammer came down, and mm. I, and it has been so absolutely frustrating hearing again talking with, you know, hearing so many podcasts, hearing you guys here talk on Talk TV, everything showing mm. just how made how everything was just rushed, made up. Everything was done last minute in this or. Uh, you know, um, ex post facto was done, you know, creating rules in the mid in the middle of the procedure, changing the way the stadium interest is accounted for in, in, in this. Um, and the thing is, is that the loudest voices are the worst voices in journalism. You know, there's a there's mm -hmm. I was talking with a with a journalist, I think, in when I was in high school, they did a career day and he said mm -hmm. that sports journalists are the lowest level of journalists you can get and the opinion journalists of those are the bottom of the dregs of them so you know what, what that is i think that's changed over the years a little bit with the you know the athletic and a lot of other things coming in and becoming a more reputable area but you still have people like gary hughes writing for a major paper and whatnot and uh, people on twitter you know pretending they're they're actual journalists when they just write tweets and are never actually published by any any uh Matthews, I think you're source. Matthews Pat, oh, you think you were saying Matthews, that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No. Just wanna Sorry. make in case someone was like, Who's this? <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways. Go on. Uh so, so that is is has been the most frustrating thing about this. And I, I mentioned mm. it in a comment a couple of days ago about how Gab Marcotti and Julian Laurent were talking on their podcast about this. And Gab, because he he did write for the Times, and so he has lived in England, but he also wrote for Sports Illustrated, and then he was written yeah. for many, many different respected outlets in his home country of Italy as well. And because he has those three different perspectives from those three different countries, he brings sort of a way that even that an American can understand, but also as a European can understand and a European who's not English can understand as well. And he was making the point that when owners come in and maybe see like, uh, especially American owners who are, who are very used to making profits when they buy, buy sports clubs, we print money over mm. here because obviously we have a closed system. Everyone gets, besides baseball, everyone gets equal shares of money and has all the same resources by and large. When they come there, they think if only we can make money here, this would be the biggest industry in the world. And you know what? I'm going to be we're going to be the first people to make money here until they come here and they realize the pressure from media fans, from communities is to spend at a loss every year. 
and lose, lose, lose money, just throw money down the drain constantly over and over again. And, and it isn't sustainable. And the idea that this system was ever going to stop that and when it was supposed to just create uh, safety nets to prevent things like Chester going out of business or uh, Darby from going into administration or things like that has become a farce. It's mm. not about protecting that. It's about pulling up the ladder for the people who mm. got in early, cheated big, cheated early before the regulations came in. And so as an American, it's it's very weird to hear now um, uh, that all of a sudden that uh, there is this talk about as if this was about fairness. Because if it was about fairness, and Pat, you've made this count many times, it's funny that America, one of the most ruthless, laissez-faire capitalists, you know, first world countries, has some of like the most socialist sports infrastructure. Yeah, in terms I know, of it's crazy. Leagues. It is. And yeah, people make fun of us. Oh, you get a draft pick if you pick last, if you get last and mm. everything like that. And you're, you're not rewarded for winning. But the other thing is, is if, that if you get on top, you essentially in in especially the this current configuration of English football and you uh mm. you never lose it as long as you can stay on mm. in there for a couple of years barring massive malfeasance mm. you get to stay there forever you are entrenched and enshrined in your in your uh, completely deserved and absolutely uh, unshakable top six position you know Manchester and it's why so talking... that's why so many that's why so many Americans want to buy into it as well because of that reason because you are literally buying into staying in a place forever exactly and teams that come in from lower down you know a team let's say uh you know it, that's why you see the american owners outside uh of potentially i guess us with 777 our own are the teams that have been traditional powers manchester united well in the premier league era manchester united liverpool and arsenal those are three american-owned clubs and because they're entrenched in the top six where they fire managers if they don't get in if they don't get in champions league they consider firing their managers let alone top six whereas for any of the rest of the four of us down in the rest of the bottom 14 six plates finish we'd be ecstatic we'd be you know at this point we'd be building digest statue if he got us in the top six <laughs> for some, somehow mm -hmm. and, and so that's i guess the, the frustrating thing and i think um i think a salary cap is needed for fairness reasons do whatever you want to help people stay sustainable and whatever but if we're going to do it both on fairness grounds and allowing people to actually make profit like a business because no other business is allowed to actually lose this much money every year or break, barely break even and would stay in business these companies businesses if they were not community projects and essentially part an entrenched part of a community these all of these clubs even the richest ones would fold within a couple of years so anyways I, that was my ramble i just wanted to hear your guys thought mm -hmm. on the that differentiation and the unfairness of this no you're absolutely right because we've mentioned this loads of times anyone's ever listened to us we we un fully understand there has to be some kind of financial cap because manchester city Paris Saint germain would run amok newcastle would run amok and it would encourage more people from these countries to come in We've got endless amounts of money who want to do the sports washing to just come in and run away and it, we'd never see them. We'd never, ever see them again. So there has to be something. But this version of it does not work. And the reason it doesn't work is exactly what you just said there. It pulls up the ladder. It stops an Everton saying, well, we need to build a stadium if we want to compete. We're not saying, and I know we have done it in the past, but we're not saying, well, we want our owner to spend all this money. And we would love that. But at the end of the day, Mashiri could spend all his money 
and Man City would still literally just be going, yeah, I'm big deal. That's basically pocket money for our kids. You know, there has to be a system which works for everyone. And for us, I think that's like a, not a salary cap as such, because again, then you'd have footballers saying, you're stopping us earning money. There has to be some kind of, um, just a just a cap on what a club can spend in a year. And that way it's fair for everybody. The people who've already got their money and who have already got their places, they're still assured of most of that. But what it says to us as all is Man City, Liverpool, whoever else, you can't have that £850,000 a week striker and have that £700,000 a week striker and also have three kids on the bench who are on £100,000 a week because you've just... Uh, took them from an Everton or whoever else. There's got to be a system where we get it even again. We said loads of times, this didn't start with cash. This started with substitutes. Mm. This this started when you took the bench from three to seven and suddenly the big clubs went, oh, we can just stack all our benches and we can take all the good players. Because footballers used to actually care about playing. The minute it went to seven subs, they stopped caring and they were willing to take the money. And that's what changed football. So we have to get that balance back. And the only way is saying to a City, a Man United, a Liverpool, whoever is, you just can't have seven amazing players on your bench anymore. You can fill your team with the with the greatest players you want as long as it adds up. And we were talking about this yesterday we were thinking... The best way we can describe this, and which everybody will understand it is, think about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Think about every single year when you get, you. it's the beginning of the season, and you go pick your fantasy football team, and you know you've only got 100 million to spend, and you know you can't have Salah, Haaland, and Kevin De Bruyne, say. You've got to be dead smart, and suddenly it becomes a really interesting game because not everyone can have everyone. And some weeks you might gamble and go, oh, "I'll make Haaland the captain," and Haaland doesn't score, and someone else's, and it, that's interesting. Imagine fantasy football is if you had a hundred million and you could, or two hundred million, or three hundred million, or four hundred, and you could just buy all the best players. It would be nonsense. So that's the best way I can describe it to people. Create a fantasy football situation where you've only got X amount of money a season to pay these players. Mm. And if you can't afford to keep those two players, then you can't. Because guess what? If you can't afford the 600000 because he's your third best player, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, they'll make him their best player. And suddenly we get a fairer competition. Everyone still gets paid. And there's a, it's just a fairer game. And suddenly... It's very black and white as well. If you go outside the lines of your whatever hundred whatever hundred million it is, you get sanctioned. You get I don't know. I don't know how they calculate it. Three points for every million you go out. Whatever it is, that to me is a fairer system. Will it ever come in? I highly doubt it. Because no, who wants it? A fourteen clubs going to vote for that? A fourteen clubs going to say <clears throat> are going to say well. Those teams, if we go and play in the Champions League, we're at a disadvantage. That's the problem. It would have to come in all over Europe. It would have to come in in the Champions League. But the mad thing is, I think the Champions League teams would be happy with that because Mm. that would bring the Premier League clubs closer Closer to them. them, So if it was a European thing, I think it would... But I don't know if it would break any kind of EU regulation, work regulation, I don't know. But that's why I'm saying you can't punish the players. But by saying there's a wage cap, but I do a salary cap, That's but I do believe that there has to be some kind of. Otherwise, this game is going to get very, very complicated very, very quickly, 
and we're going to be settling stuff in the courtroom and not on the football pitch. That's what I was saying with the difference between a salary cap and a wage cap. A salary cap is just yeah. saying, this is how much you have to spend on your wages for your squad. If you wanted to include transfers into that as well, I don't know. That seems to be a discussion I'm not very well versed on. But because mm. I've seen in the NFL and in hockey especially, for example, you have to be smart because there are teams who keep winning in the NFL despite getting lower draft picks yeah. for winning. And it's an interesting mm. thing to do. Like you said, in fantasy football, or in, in, in American sports, you have to decide, like for the Blackhawks in hockey, we paid two of our best players that helped us win three championships, $10 million mm-hmm. a year. And that meant our yeah. team basically died because we can no longer pay the, what we call like third and fourth line forwards. We cannot pay our second and third pairing defensemen money enough to actually get the high enough quality. And as soon as they got old, we stopped winning and we're in the dregs of the league because we were stupid in our, in our finance allocation, which is so much harder to do than just saying we're going to throw money in the air here you have eight hundred thousand a week you have seven hundred thousand a week you have five hundred thousand a week that's easy that's not intelligence that doesn't take smart you wait for other teams to develop talent for you and then you just throw Mm. money around that doesn't show skill that doesn't show intelligence and and operation um it's the teams that Mm. do it despite that like brentford or brighton that that actually show an interesting way of of doing it. And so that's why uh, a, a combined cap, I suppose, would be the way mm-hmm. that it would be done. But as you said, I don't think it's going to be done. And the difference is obviously is America and Canada tend to combine our leagues. So we really only have to deal with yeah. two countries' yeah. regulations and Smaller. most of the time just one. Yeah. So that obviously does make that. But I hope. Well, speak. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned Brighton and Brentford. Brighton and Brentford are on the flip side of that because they're the ones who've realised that everyone will spend big money on talent that someone else has developed. So they're on the other end of that. That's They're the smart ones because they've developed the talent and they understand that the the big clubs are are willing to pay those silly amounts of money for that talent. So there is a flip. Of course, there's a flip side. It's, It's just where they're... As a football club, you want to be on that flip side. What are your ambitions? You know, are Aston Villa, who have got serious ambitions now, are they are they going to put themselves in a position where they go, well, do you want Ollie Watkins? Do they want to get Ollie Watkins and have him at his peak? Or do they want to sell Ollie Watkins to a Manchester City, to a Liverpool? That's the fine line at the moment. And we, I suppose we have to just get rid of that in a way because they shouldn't. we shouldn't have to have that either, should we? We should be, it should be a case of Villa should be able to keep Ollie Watkins because no one else is going to pay him the money he wants apart from Aston Villa. So, But you are right. You are right. It's a different system completely. Yeah, and the last thing is I hope that Goodison is rocking and we don't get some WWE crowd noise or like, as you were saying, some piping <laughs> and field silence because that's all they have. Yeah. You know, I, I have a feeling actually maybe they just play You Never Walk Alone like over the speakers with crowd noise and then the real fans have to start cheering and, and singing and uh, they realize <laughs> they don't actually do that over there. So let's go... Absolutely. Let's hammer Manchester United because I feel like these players with the spirit that Deitch has them playing with are going to really revel in that because we are arguably one of the biggest and physical, most physical teams in the league, and they're all going to be fired up to hell uh, coming Sunday. So watch out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Pat. Nice one, mate. Good call. I, I'll be honest, Pat, the day they pipe in, you'll never walk alone to Goodison as the day hell officially freezes over. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one Pat I think Pat's gone it's gone fair play to him fair play to him wait we definitely do have another call in there so
Okay. Don't know whether it's PC though. I don't know if he's there. Hello? Hang on, hang on. Okay. Hello? Hello, who have we got? Lit. Say it again. It's, yeah, it's just... Try one more time. You keep going off when you're saying it. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. So, what's your name? Palit. Okay, and what, what do you want to talk about? Can you hear me still, or...? I can hear you now, clearly. Right. Start oh, okay. again. Good. Go on. Well, initially, initially I was just going to uh, talk about or, or ask uh, what, what the real chances were that the... Uh, that these, the ten point uh, deduction was going to get overturned, and and a previous caller kind of covered uh, what that would be. But I was just wondering, you know, what what the reasoning would be for the, because there's a second uh, committee or something that takes the case on appeal, right? Mm, exactly. Yeah. Completely different people, but they they have to they have to look at it, but use the same quote unquote rules because it sounds sounds like the rules are being made up. Uh, as they go, in a, in a way, isn't that right? Almost. It feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, they, they, there is a new commission, independent commission, independent um, commission, that uh, will be formed for it and take up the appeal. It's not the same ones, so it's up to Everton to argue their case better, I guess, than what they did in the original one. Um and obviously, yeah, and, and I think that, that Pat, Pat actually made a really good point with uh, with the, with Jank Toes and 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 Gilvis Iverson and and that case because you know if uh, a football club is is not a business like a, a lot of other businesses, meaning you know if if you have to have a uh, you know two hundred million in the bank because you don't know if uh, if you know if you're gonna sell Caicedo uh, for a hundred million pounds or whatever, but then he gets injured, but you were counting on those hundred million. All of a sudden, you're hundred million below uh, what you were expecting, and now you're running afoul of the of the uh, uh, the financial fair play. You know what I mean? So, Pat mm -hmm. made a good point. This the the I think Everton should go in and say, well, listen, here's one player who we were counting on selling that was maybe twenty five million, and Gilvis was on suddenly when he was thirty before that thing went down he probably would have been worth another 20 or something mm -hmm. so so that's a lot of money there that that uh, has to be taken into account that we're dealing with a business that you know relies on uh, people you know it's a kind of you know we're selling people in a way it's mm -hmm. like a strange it's a strange business that way you know and and i, and I think they have to take that into consideration there's a lot of money there that the, the club was counting on but couldn't get therefore uh, went over. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. No, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't think the sadly they don't seem to want to accept that kind of thing. Listen, it, it's I get it. They will say, well, that's just the way it goes. Transfer fees yeah. can go and things like that. But there is other. The the issue is that there's a lot of things that ever that Everton or that has happened in this time scale that aren't year on year off events. You know building a new stadium, a global pandemic, uh, a war that costs you hundreds of millions of pounds in sponsorship. Mm. These are not everyday or certainly yeah. every season events no. and that's why I think they should be looked at slightly differently. Yeah. And that announcement yesterday yeah. 
was a slap in the face to say that um, basically, you know, how it used to work was if a company came in and they want to sponsor you, you had to have a, well, the Premier League would look at it and say, well, is it really worth that? And yesterday they basically voted against that. Mm. So if you get a sponsorship deal now off anybody, it can be as high as it wants. So that allows Man City, Newcastle, and let's be honest, Everton with USM would have had the same thing. So no one can argue now that if USM had given us 50 million a year, I don't think they would have. But if they had have, no one could argue that now because that got voted out yesterday in the Premier League because basically all the Premier League teams have decided, who cares? Just let's just throw out the, all the rules out now. If they can do it, we can do it rather than saying, well, those two can't do it. Everyone's saying, well, let's do it. So our stadium could have been worth 50 million a year to a USM or USM company, Megafon or whatever. And no one would be able to say anything about it. So we've had that taken off us. And that was literally ratified yesterday, which feels like a massive smack in the face, if I'm mm. honest. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels like they want to, like you like you just saying, you know, it feels like they want to bond. It feels like they want you to have X amount of money in the bank account just in case something happens. And we all know businesses don't work like that. They, they, different challenges ever happen every day you know a shop could be the most profitable shop in the world and suddenly there could be a bloody storm and flood the place do you know what i mean it's like mm. you can't yeah, yeah. It's, you can't account it's the same for, thing it's exactly yeah. the same thing yeah you just can't account, can't for, account for, that. for it no absolutely not i think you know like speaking mm. about the uh the the uh, a salary cap you know in america they have uh their brackets you know uh where uh you know there's only a number of players certain players you can pay the highest salary then there's a mid level and then there's a lower thing and i, I can't see why i i know that pat was saying earlier oh you know then footballers would say oh you're preventing me from making a lot of money but i doubt that you would ever hear you know lebron james say to anybody oh i'm not making enough money but still he's he's operating under a, a a salary cap where there are brackets he can only make so much yeah but so can everybody else who is equally a good a good a player as he is i can't see why we couldn't have that in the premier league as well because you know like the 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 wealthiest uh, uh, premier league teams they're buying up really good players uh, you know like colin phillips is somebody who and then barely plays so exactly. what, what, what does that mean well, that means that the team that they came from is now not as good a team yeah so if if you have this endless amount of money you could just buy because people like money so you could buy you know Grealis and those kind of players and all of a sudden Aston Villa is not a as good of a team but he's sitting on the bench for half the season yeah you no. know so that, that that's making Aston Villa a lesser team and and, and so on and so forth so you know, we, we can't go down there and that, that's well, a really good you know. point and you mentioned like LeBron James there <laughs> the, what what the American system actually does and is it, it it says to the other teams well if you want our best player you've got to pay for them and this is why players move quite often in American sports it's because there's always somebody willing to pay more you know LeBron James yeah, moved... but also you have to let another player go though because yeah, you yeah. can only have let's say two players in the top so if you want LeBron James you have to let the other player go in a trade because you can't have him and LeBron unless LeBron is is willing to take the mid level yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw that we saw that in um, we saw that at the Warriors didn't we when they had Kevin Durant and the, you know and you know they yeah. co- they couldn't keep Kevin Durant and have Steph Curry as well so Ke- Durant yeah. had to and that, at the time people were like uh, the Warriors are basically cheating and they were like because they could afford these two players but Durant because he was such a good player ended up leaving because they couldn't afford to keep him and and then that broke up that team so mm. they didn't win the uh, the NBA and someone else won it and you'll always get that when you've got exactly. that kind of competition you know we saw um, like you mentioned LeBron James he moved from 
the the Cavs to My- to Miami, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Because Miami decided they had lo- they could spend loads of money, and then he left them, be- and it, it creates competition. So Haaland might be on eight hundred and fifty thousand, and suddenly might go, I want a million, and City go, we can't afford it because we've got all these other people. But guess what? Someone else might be able to afford, and it creates a competition. It creates players. Players will still like you absolutely just said. Players will still earn what they want. But what it means is the players who are at the bottom who don't deserve to earn money like that won't get it. And and that, that needs to be addressed as well. Yeah, this is the only way to fix the Premier League and it's been, been obvious for a very long, long time. Yeah. You know, anybody who's taking a look at the American sports system where, you know, a town like San Antonio in Texas, a tiny little town, can win championships, you know, it, it's, it's, it works. It just yeah. works. Yeah, you know? yeah. and, and I know it's a bit of a socialist system or whatever but it, it works in america and 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 it will fix the uh it would fix the premier league uh, as well i mean it's 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 right there it's not like we're inventing anything it's been used for so long yeah. and we know it works yeah, yeah we know it works it's, it's not like we have to ask ourselves you know it, it's definitely works. so mm. but th- that is i mean I, I just i wish for the best it's a really crappy time uh, uh, to be an evertonian but but <laughs> it's just going to bring us all together and, and absolutely uh, you know, and I think that uh, hopefully it's gonna it's gonna translate to the players on the pitch, so they're gonna feel and in, sort of inspired to basically run that extra mile and and fight a little harder to 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 win a game. Can uh, that, that would be awesome if we could see that in a, for the rest of the season. That the players would just take this on as a challenge and and just crush the competition. That would be awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> what, can I ask a one uh, one more footballing question so to get away from all this? Go on. You know this kind of nonsense. I, I'm always. I know that it's just a Ghana gay scored uh, in the last game or whatever. He hasn't scored since 2001 or whatever at PSG. I'm always baffled by players, professional players, you know. And, and, and I'm an ex-player myself, and as a prolific goal scorer, I can't understand for the life of me why players who are so good otherwise, when they get inside the 18, you know, they just can't hit the frame. Like, what, <laughs> what is going on there, really? I mean, even like, a Ghana gay scored at, because mainly because his first touch, you know, after the. The path, after the pass from uh, from Takura, it was a really good first touch. And then he was slipping. He was even as he hit the ball. It wasn't really a composed uh, uh, finish. He was slipping and kind of yeah. slipping and sliding with the ball and hitting him. Oh my God! Of course, he would score that way. And he, you know, he won't be as another one. And some of these players, they're, they're professional players. They must be able to do it in practice. They can't hit the frame uh, in a game. What's going on there? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's just composure, isn't it, Baz? Yeah. It's just men- mental. Just a man that just stre- they're just so stressed out when they get in. They know that they haven't scored for a while, and just and they just hit the ball like way wide. And you think it was easier to score there. What's mm. going on? There and is... there seem to be the same players. It is a lack of composure. That's all it is. It's it's not practicing every single day after training until it becomes a habit. It becomes second nature to you, and. You can practice. Yeah, but like- it is a, it's almost like a, it's like a mental, almost yeah, like they have the strength and mentally because I know as a goal scorer, mm-hmm. I went into every game thinking, I know I'm going to score. And when I got a chance, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to score. Mm-hmm. But I, that didn't mean that I scored every single time. No, but no. I believed that I would score every time. Yeah, but that's a mindset you know? though, isn't it? That's a mindset. It's a mindset, of- yeah. Mm-hmm. And because, mindset, you're, yeah. because you're doing it, you're doing it regularly. You don't think about it, and in fact, if you were any kind of striker, you will have had those those weeks where it won't go in, no matter what you do. You're still trying, you're missing yeah. chances, but you yeah. you know the goal does kind of shrink for a little bit, 
and then the biggest issue you can have then as a goal scorer is you start to overthink it and then it gets yeah. worse yeah i guess it's it's a it's a mental thing so maybe they should somebody should develop a uh uh, uh, a mental test or a, a mental practice for those players <laughs> who can hit the frame and see Just, if they can, you know, calm down a little. There's an easy yeah. thing to do, and it's stay for half an hour every day after training and just practice your finishing, so that it becomes yeah, yeah, second yeah. nature. It's as simple as that's what that's what the striker do. What the strikers do. Hmm. Yeah. If the strikers yeah. are staying shooting, then kind of go. Ah, that might there might be something in that. How good they are yeah. at that. You know what I'm yeah, not there saying? Might be something in there. Exactly. There might be, it mightn't get you to be ice cold when you're one-on-one with a goalkeeper like a lot of strikers are. But what it'll help um, you do is be better than you were yesterday. Not enough of them do it, in my opinion. But hey-ho, there you go. There you yeah, go. I mean, the, but then you see, like, I mean, every time a, a guy like a gets close to the 18 and you can see he's going to... You know, try to hit it from there, and I'm thinking, oh no, <laughs> just pass it, just just pass the ball. Don't even try to shoot from there, you know. And then it, and it's just kind of frustrating because there are options to pass, but they like getting close, and then you can see it in their face and in their body language that they, they want to they want to shoot. But I'm thinking you're way out there. You're never gonna make it. You can't even make it inside the six. You know, like don't even don't even try it. But they do it. And what I wonder what the manager says to them after the game is like. If I was the manager, I would say to get. Just don't, don't, you're not allowed to shoot. You're not allowed to shoot. Like, uh, you can only pass it outside the 18. Or like at the 18 right there. You but, know what I mean? But he I, might, might, I wonder if they do that. You know? He might be, he might be up and running now. You might see Ghana guy smashing them in from everywhere now. You <laughs> just never awesome. know. You just never know. Yeah, yeah I got know. You never know. It's a, uh, sports are a confidence game. They exactly. are a confidence game. Exactly. No matter what, you know. 100%. Absolutely. There you go. What's, All right, guys. Love you guys. Uh, keep up the good work. And, me, uh, wait, uh, wait, 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 what's your name again? Every time I ask you, it cuts off. So tell me. Uh, I'm, I'm Pali. P-A-L-L-I. Pali. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Where are you calling from, Pali? Uh, well, what do you think? You know, look, can you see if it's it? California. It's California, but where about? Of course. Of course. Where about? Isn't it? Hang on. Aren't, um, you, aren't you just north of LA? Yeah. There you go. These are the Channel Islands out there. There you go. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I could tell that. See, I see the I seen the video of you, and I could tell by where the sun was hitting you, where you were. See, I was t- I could tell yeah. by the sun's rays, yeah, the yeah. angle. I could tell. That's what it was, yeah, the yeah. angle. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, wish wish uh, wish our team the best uh, uh, this weekend. I, I hope we we you know we beat them. We're gonna beat them four zero, I think. Nice, man. nice. I hope you're nice right, Pally. I hope you're nice right. <laughs> Good man. Okay. okay. Nice cheers, one. Pal. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye. I've just said cheers, pal to Pally. Pally. Cheers, Fair pal, Pally. Fair the play. Frogs were out. Listen, the frogs. Pally you... had the frogs with us. What What happens is with the frogs, it's because people call and they're on the mobiles, which is fine. But that's what happens basically if you're on your mobile. He was outside. He was sitting in the sun. I could see the video of him no, sitting outside brilliant. in the sun. Just sat chilling. Um, just sat chilling in the sun. Um, but it is always best to be on like. Uh, if you can, on to Wi-Fi be on like Wi Fi at least. Yeah. Because uh, Pally from Cali sounds like a froggy. Fair play to him. Mm. Make some good points, though. Yeah. Make some good points. Uh, and that's what it's all about, isn't yeah, it? Let's have a look of these. Let's have a look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of frog chat in the chat. Oh, we have another. That's fair. Never it's all about yet. the frog, isn't it? Never match yet. What do you think about that frog? <laughs> um, 
Der Sky Sports story is being rubbished. Yeah, absolutely. someone's being had off yeah. hand. Yeah. Absolutely rubbish. That is not the plan. Yeah, Martin nonsense. Ziegler has deleted his tweet. Yeah, yeah. Someone's led them up the uh, up the thing. <laughs> okay, you know, they've led them up the garden path, yeah. haven't they? Um, but there you go. That's what Where all the frogs are. Where the frogs are, apparently. Yeah. Where there's a pond at the top. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. We defo. I know you, we can't because you can't do it for like, um, you know, rights and stuff. But mm. that would be the great introduction to this well, the show. We can get week. Ned to play. Yeah, we'll if get Ned, Ned to play a version, a of, version it, of it, then it wouldn't be there wouldn't be any yeah. any. Um, we get him to go. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, that yeah, oh, that one. Just anything that frog <laughs> frogged up, mm. we'd be laughing, wouldn't we? Mm. Um, because yeah, I think it'd be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it actually looks like the little. Fro- Remember the little frog. Remember those little pixelated bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that being on top of the pops on Christmas Day when it was number one. It was just like it was like. Actually, right? that's that's not book. good, is it? Uh, Celtic vapes at the toad of Walton Hall. Yeah, that's that's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Crazy frog, Phileas frog. Emma's gone with. See, there are, there's a, there's the frog the frog action is there isn't it um, yeah the crowd news story the blues has been totally rubbished um, mm-hmm. for Sunday it's nonsense apparently so there you go there you go make sure you hit the Sky like button lovely. subscribe if you haven't at the moment don't forget the Gareth Farley inside the game um, podcast is mm-hmm. available after this so make sure you go and give that a watch subscribe to more than a game there's the the link there for you as well um that was like the most back-to-back callers we've ever had I'm, yeah, and yeah. i'm on my own yeah, trying to good. sort them all good uh, gary says what was the false sky sports tweet i just tuned in catch up well sky sports didn't tweet it mm. but someone gave it put it out and then martin ziegler tweeted it saying sky are gonna pipe in Different crowd noise for Sunday, but apparently mm. it's a load of nonsense. Um, so yeah, so there. Eugene says you need to re- release the uh, the frog chorus and get it to Christmas number one. I'm not sure that's ethical. No, no. I don't think I've got the facilities for that. No, I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man. Uh, or do you do Bing Bing? Yeah. The thing what people have got to ask them for: Would the show be as good without the frogs? Well, that's it, isn't it? I you think, know what I mean? What I think people want sometimes, though, is it is, is like, well, hit a frog, miss a frog. Yeah, well, Pat rung. Pat was perfect. Pat was perfect. Had a great conversation. Mm. And then Pally jumps on, and he's in the sun, and there's a, he's got a bit of frog action. But that's all right. And you can't really? you can't beat that a bit of frog action. Mm. Why not? Yeah. You know, he's just there. Astro just came on, he did a bit of frog, bay. disappeared. I haven't heard from him since. He was in the bayou. Astro was, pure, was like purely in the bay, you mm-hmm. know. He hasn't even messaged me or anything to go. Yeah, sorry, oh, got I cut off there. Yeah. Just, no. He just got off. Mm. He just went, I've shed me peace. I'm gone. Mm. Know what I mean? Fair play. So I don't know. Fair play. I don't know. Uh, the Blue says, anyone know of own that has trained? I saw a video of him, Beto and Patterson, but could have been the corder previously. Mm. Could have been. Don't know. Don't know. Obviously, we I imagine the press conference is Friday. Probably, yeah. With, uh, there's not, there's not, there's nothing scheduled for tomorrow. Mm. So I'm sure he'll want to leave it till Friday, and then everyone's back and have trained, won't be tomorrow, and then he'll know then mm. by Friday what what's going on. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, 
Uh, RC says it'll be lonely this Christmas without the frog to hold. Mm. I mean, tremendous. Can't argue tremendous with that, can you? You can, tremendous. Let me just warn everyone in... 15 seconds, there's going to be an advert. I just wanted, just wanted to tell you. There's going to be an advert. advert. There's going to be an advert in 10 seconds. Oh, just a random. Well, eight, just a random advert. Oh, a random. Probably gonna, we might just go quiet for five If we go quiet and you've got Premier access, then that's because there's an advert. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. It, the advert's on right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's on right now. There you go. If you've got Premier, it's... Well, not Premier, Premier. No, no. YouTube well, Premier. YouTube Premier, yeah. If you've got that, you're you buzzing. You're buzzing. So, um, I don't know if it's back or not. Well, just gonna guess say, who's back. Just gonna say nothing that's worth talking about, so that you haven't missed anything. Yeah, then you won't. But uh, miss just let like us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian Ball says, "Are the frogs there to promote the Christmas jumpers?" Mm. Mm. And Matt C says, "Frog on the tine is all mine, all mine." I, thought, I like that. Is mm. a good one. Mm. That is a good one. Um, Someone said no ads. I mm. don't know. They just said there was an ad coming. Mm. Fair enough. There you go. Jester says 30,000 doing the frog chorus next month. Mm. And Emma says, hopefully, Dexy hadn't copyrighted the frogs or everyone's in there. Mm. Do you do? Mm. Mm. There you go. Mm. What can you say? What can you say? Was there an ad? Let us, if you yeah, saw there an was, ad, was an yeah. about trading, apparently. About tra- well, it might be different for different people. I don't oh. know. Okay, there you go. Maybe if YouTube listened, it would, they would have put a, like, a frog advert in. It would have been seamless. Mm. I know you might hate ads, but I've got a little supplies for you this costs money mm. and we have to earn that money so i you know and you can cope for five yeah, seconds five seconds if you're watching you know the I mean? telly do you know what i mean if you're watching the telly then the adverts come on don't they this if you you know if you can't stand five mm. seconds kevin said he got seconds. an advert for fubu tv there you go there fubu you go TV. so it's different people in different places matty bush has the ad Add Ocalypse, fair play. Andrew yeah. said he got a perfume advert and a speaker advert. Well, that's good, isn't it? Hmm? I think Speaking what that's saying is you, you stink and you need uh, better hearing. Yeah, that's, that's Sorry. What they do. Someone said they got a toothbrush advert. That's because you don't Rod, Rod to... got an ad for Sky in the Premier League. Oh, that's targeted. Targeted. For you, there Rod. There you go. That tells me you like you like it you will still get adverts even if you're watching Toffee TV Premier because this is live on YouTube mm. there you get the ads as well it's it's just one you of those you wouldn't get them on every other live though days yeah not on if you get yeah if you got if you got live shows on Toffee TV Premier you wouldn't be getting that, ads you wouldn't get ads but there you go uh, Kevin, Kevin, yeah, yeah you got an advert for Babe Station fair play Kevin. is that like Tool Station I don't know okay no the way you can go to like Tool Station and mm. all their tools mm. next day delivery and all that is the is it just asking? I don't know. So, what your mm. next day delivery of one of the babe station girls? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. That was either that or a pig. I don't know. I don't know. Lollipop says, I love skipping ads. It's so satisfying. Fair play to you. Basic Trig says, Shush Ped, don't spoil it. It was a hard sell. Yeah, but it's also it's also fake selling. Yeah, we don't want to. People get sell. over there and then they cause murder to get in touch with their local ombudsman and we'd be basically just jailed. And the local ombudsman is mm. Richard Masters. Basic Trig says Ned got an advert for Tarnhouse. Yeah, I think he did. But to be fair to Tarnhouse, it's got a better rating than the Premier League headquarters is. Mm. At least it's got ample parking and it's clean. Can't say the same about the Premier League. Mm. Uh, James says the trailer was of Matthews' bear getting blasted on <laughs> Babe Station. Fair play. I mean, listen, that's targeted. That is targeted. So fair play. Fair play. 
Um, is Hannah the moon? Yeah. Brian, yeah. Something has changed. Well, um, he says that watching in France, my dad was a strange guy with a cat. <laughs> that's okay. tremendous. Okay. Fair play. That is, again, that's fair play. Rod says you need an OnlyFans. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We've got one. Only ads. Got Toffee TV Premier. We reveal lots on that. Been <laughs> <laughs> having an OnlyFans and Ned's. I think Ned's got one. Ned would smash it as OnlyFans, I reckon. I think he would, you know. Just him with his guitar over his bits. Just over, just being naked going. Spirit of the blues. Na na na. Vin, nice one. Nice one, Vin. Um, We're not lost without Ned at all. We're not lost without Ned. The problem is, is that I have to go over there. So I have to physically... I think think the reality... Listen, we love Ned. Ned's amazing. The reality what you see in your mission is we're just a person down. So if we can train Ped's dog to just (laughs) touch the button, we'll have Loki doing it. Ned's boss, but... He is. It's just that, like... I have to physically move over there and actually do something technical and mm. come back. Mm. And so we're not lost. Mm. The f- Ned doesn't solve the frog problem. No. But fair play. Ned's boss, so it, it's all good. Um, I, Kev, I can't say that out. I can't say that out. Um, the Blues went for Naganu versus Matthews. Hmm. I'd, I'd be a bit of a mismatch that you want to Ned v Matthews would be what if Matthews that. was in full werewolf form so it's, the fight is on oh, okay. a full moon night and uh, mm. he turns and suddenly you know mm. suddenly it's like Argh. that would be interesting that'd be different wouldn't it that'd be a different thing still think Nagano would have him off James says Ned is currently taking his first pick for his only fans that's why he's been off do you know what? Oh, genuinely, right? I honestly think if Ned had a OnlyFans and someone said, "Can you upload your first pic?" His pic would be of his car. He go, "Yeah, there you go. It's a picture of my car. It's a private picture, but it's a that you asked for a picture. Concrete. That's what it'd be. The concrete uh, car. A concrete car. Yeah. yeah. His car is very reminiscent. <laughs> Honest to God, if you parked this car, like that's the best place Ned could ever park his car if he wanted it to be safe next to a building site. Yeah, you just sure wouldn't, to, you wouldn't be able to know the difference. Like if you parked, if Ned could, like Emma, if Ned today. could drive his car into the new stadium and park it next to the south stand, you It'd wouldn't see his car. Yeah. Or you go steps, just steps. Remember Emma today on yeah. more than a game, she went full like full yeah. of put a full camouflage bikini yeah. on and we couldn't see her. Yeah, That's what Ned would be like with his car. Yeah. Um, Agent Antilotti said, "Leave a Google review in the Premier League headquarters mm, for once." That's that. it. Ned's car basically is John Cena when it's parked next to a wall. Mm. Mm. Basic goat. Ned just gets out like that, doesn't he? That's literally what Ned's car does. Oh, you can't see me. You can't see me. I'm in my car. Brum brum. Remember, she's amazing. Yeah, brum brum. Sure, she still does something. She does. Oh, hang on, we've got someone waiting. Oh, my apologies. Oh, my apologies. We've got someone waiting. All right. Who's probably just been in and talking nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Bear with, bear with. You like this pet? Vin had a random dream that Mark Cuban bought Everton last night. So, so he's tweeted them to say, "Come and buy us today." That's the dream. Right. Who's there? Final. Who's there? Okay. Who've we got? What's your name and what do you want to say? 
Hello? 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 Nope. Nobody there? Hello? 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 Is it me you want to talk to? It's definitely there because the video's on the screen. <sighs> Emma, I did. I answered about four of your questions. Oh, Emma, you changed since you put that camouflage bikini on. Who's in the chat? Come on. Hello? No, no, you keep going off. Come on. Come on. We can do this. Come on. I, mean, I, phones are, I think my headphones are playing up. Right, okay. Who is? What's your name and what do you want to say? I'll tell you what. Take your headphones out and just speak because I could hear you for a sec. Uh, hello. Hello, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. What's your name? What do you want to say? Hang on. You can't phone it's up John. and just tell me to hang on, John. Go on, John. What do you want to say, mate? No, no, I didn't say... <laughs> um, it's about the coverage since Friday, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, can, sorry, can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear, yeah. hear me um, now, John. I can yeah, hear you. I mean, obviously, since Friday... All right. All right, sorry, mate. Um, so, since Friday lunchtime, when I nearly went Kyle Ren on me, on me telly when I found out that news... Um, yeah. You can't find the true story anywhere, can you? No. Not really. <laughs> and even you no, know, we we talk about we talk about uh, there's a lot of talk about legacy media and, and like you expect the same from the usual crowd. But when you've got the likes of Jennings and Goldridge, mm. and even they can't get the story straight, um, I just find it. In, what's the point of like a free free press or free speech when people just can't? It just plays into the hands of people who can't be bothered to do their own work, and they just read like a, a, a bullet point version that someone's made up. I mean, Rory Jennings has got a cheek, Annie. His club is the genuinely in big, 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 big trouble, and we'll see whether Rory yeah, yeah. is, uh, you know, yeah. follows up, you know, saying Chelsea deserve to be put in the Van Rama League and all of that kind of stuff uh, yeah. when it all kicks off for them. Yeah. But this is, yeah, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, they, you know, they've almost got a duty, haven't they, really? They've got a lot of followers. They've got, they've, they've got a voice. But for them to not even bother to do their diligence and, mm. you know, get the true story out, yeah. it, it, it just plays the trolls. Because something Ped mentioned, which I totally agree with, I think it was a week where football fans in, in England in, in general or Great Britain, whichever you want to say, that we don't, we, do we really deserve national success, the state of us? Because you do, you get a, you get a percentage of fans who are decent and they, you know, the, the banter's one thing, but when you get the level of trolling that we have in this country compared to others where they don't, we don't come together as a, you know, as a football family no. to, to, to fight stuff like this. No. They just go tribal and they don't know when to draw the line. Mm. So you see it, you know, we, we suddenly want, you know, European or world success, but do we deserve it as much as I want it? Because mm. we, we, we're really quite toxic, I think, as a, as a footballing nation at times. Yeah. And, and stuff like this, for me, just seems to highlight it. The, the biggest issue we've got, mate, is that 
you have all of this. We've we've seen it like over the last few days, you know. Not loads, but you get some fans, and it's like you cheated. Just mm. take your punishments and get on with it. And you're like, have we really cheated? Though, if you actually looked at the, you know, and the minute they come back with, you've spent so much money. You've spent like seven hundred million in the last couple of seasons. You're like, yeah. Go and read Everton a third from bottom in net spend over the last five seasons. Means Everton haven't hardly spent. They've, they've bought some players and they've sold some players, but the reality is they haven't spent that much money in reality. Now, people see the headline figure of Farhad Mashiri and go, they spent whatever on players, 600 million on players. You go, oh, that sounds a lot. That's from 2016. Um, up in the 11 years that David Moyes was here, we spent 130 million, I think, or 120 million in 11 years. Martin has spent a little bit of money. So when you look at how far Everton had fallen in, say, 14 seasons before Machiri got here, we had to spend money to try to catch up a bit. If Everton had spent six, yeah. 600 million and recouped 50 million, then we'd be saying the same, this is a joke and all that. And if Everton would have spent big money in the last couple of seasons when the Premier League was saying don't, and we were in sub, then we would be hammering them. But Everton haven't, Everton, Everton haven't bought anyone without mm-hmm. without selling anyone since Carlo Ancelotti that summer he had when he was the manager. We spent sixty million, which is nothing, by the way. Um, up until then, yeah. before that, everyone we bought, we were we were selling as well. Just a little bit before that, we were having to recoup. Since that, we we haven't been able to sign anybody without selling the equivalent amount. So we have spent some money. I'm not saying Everton haven't spent money, but it is reported totally different. And when you have people like Mark Goldbridge, yeah. who's a Nottingham Forest fan, becoming a United fan because he, he's clever. And Mark, <laughs> we've met Mark, and listen, he's totally different away from the camera. But he's still a bellend. Yeah, saying things and spreading <laughs> the wrong. No, but you know why he is, right? It's oh, because he he's not giving you the fact. If he give you the facts, and went look. Everton have done this, and this is why they've been pulled up. And then he went on to give his opinion on whether he thinks that's that's right or wrong, whatever. You'd kind of go, well, at least he's giving you the story. But he's not. He's just going to, like you said, the bullet point bits, which are all wrong anyway. It's inaccurate. There's holes yeah. all over it. And that's. I think that's what annoys me more than anything. Yeah, I, 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 I calm down, and then I go onto YouTube, and I see someone else who's created a... Yeah a podcast based on this story mm. or you know you have to really have to go looking for any sort of balanced view i mean i, I saw I found a, an afc bournemouth and i've got a lot of time for bournemouth mm. i found an afc bournemouth website who who did have you know they had some empathy they was they seemed to have the, the story straight but when you got the top it is like jennings and goldridge you they've got a big fan base mm. and people just click on it's like you might as well go and talk sport yeah, yeah. and they're owned by you know other crowds mm. who, so they're not an independent outlet. No. These lads are independent, but they're still just, but, they're going with the, but, the, the sort of the narrative. So I don't need to sign up to that. But don't forget, both of them are used on that station that talks about sport. That's true. Both of them. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, Goldbridge is, is paid that by is true, them. Yeah. So, you know, you've, you've yeah, that's yeah. true. So, but that's the way it is. We, we've just got to, you've got to, cut through that pet haven't you and well, it, it's yeah, difficult to do it mate I'm with you though, you just mentioned that there it's like Goldbridge and Rory are both paid uh, to go on that 
mm. because the simple fact is they bring their audience with them and all their audiences is mm. people fume people in it from like yeah. from like from youtube and twitter and stuff like that and that's what their audience is now so you're not actually getting facts you're getting opinion and you're not getting well-sourced opinion mm. like why hasn't someone like mark goldbridge had someone like us on his show mm. to talk about this because mm. they won't because they just exactly, yeah. you know why don't they yeah. have someone who actually has a clue what they're talking about rather than and then it, he's got hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they hang off it every word he says mm. so what he says is gospel you know you might as well have bleeding speed telling us what the situation yeah. is at Everton do you know what I mean have more you're getting clue, the same. you might as well have too. bloody whoever so we... whoever who's running the, the old Vic and EastEnders telling me what because yeah. they're the same they've got not, they're not, it's nonsense if you're going to have opinions make sure you've got some kind of source to it or or you have some kind of counterpoint to it um, so yeah it's, it is it's bollocks and again it's People, there's a lot, of, also a lot of people out there who go because they book the trend because there's, there is sympathy to Everton. So you've got people going, well, actually, if you look at this and you look at this, this proves that everything you've done is wrong. But they're not taking into consideration um, all the finer details of it all, you know, and, and well, they're not taking into consideration that it's wrong in the first place. But if we if we were gonna do, sorry, just before cool. John comes back in, if we were gonna do a piece on what a football club where there was a big story like this. I'd like to think me and you would read some stuff first before we just, like, we wouldn't just put, let's just use Crystal Palace because they're a mm. mid-table team and all that, but we wouldn't do, like, Palace docked 10 points yeah. for cheating. Or, we'd read it and go, why have they been docked? Yeah. What's kind of happened? And then we'd go, well, reading this, it may, we'd try to give an opinion where it's like, they'd have a little bit of balance or look for some truth in it. You wouldn't just go sensational mm. nonsense. But, like you, you said, you hit it before, John. They got big following, so cause more. You know, the lowest common denominator, isn't it? Put something in. Yeah. Don't read anything. Don't do any kind of research on it. And yet, you've got sheep who just subscribe and follow them because that's all they want. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Mate. Yeah, no, it it is infuriating, but obviously. Now, on the positive, I would just also like to say that what the 1878 have done with this funding is, is absolutely superb. So mm. um, on a positive yeah. finish. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that was it really. Just what it's event. And, and also, you know, once again, you, you, you're out sailing us through these horrible waters <laughs> that we find ourselves in. So big shout yeah, to I'm you. I'm dinghy at the moment. Top, man. Top, man. I've got a dinghy and a bucket at the moment. So I know that. I'm behind you, bucketing <laughs> it out. Well, you don't actually, there's not a chance you do the bleeding rowing to hard. Um, I'm yeah, better than no, you. Now listen, but we'll just have to we'll just have to keep working our way through it because that's all, we yeah. can do, isn't it? That's it. That's all we can do every day, every day. Yeah, poor. Nice yeah. one, nice yeah. one, John, mate. All Take right, it easy. Right. Cheers. Take care, later, pal. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? You get a lot of people going. Well, you have broke this rule and all that rule. Does that mean the rule's right? These are rules mm-hmm. that people might only be discovering for the first time. Does that make them right? But also, though, we I don't I think most Evertonians are going. Yeah, we have, we have kind of gone over that line, so we yeah. have done it. We have broke a rule. But what we're saying is the punishment's ridiculous. We yeah. have broke the rule. No one's saying yeah. we haven't. We know we have. It shouldn't have done us us trying to cheat yeah. when bleeding hell anyone with eyes can see Everton haven't tried to get a sporting advantage over the last few years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, awful football. But um, 
that's the frustration. Yeah. There is kind of reasons why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, without listen, we're our we are our biggest critics. Absolutely. As a, as we've a, been run pathetic as fans and, and certainly as a channel. We're we we've always been Everton's biggest critics in terms of when they do something wrong, no one can tell us. No one can tell us, you know, I'm <laughs> you know, I'm often called ne- oh, I'm called negative quite a lot, but there's a reason behind that. There's a reason because I've watched my club be pulled apart for years by mm. people who are nowhere near good enough and I've had to listen to people tell me that the people who've run this club for the last 20 years know what they're doing and, and clearly they don't know what they're doing mm. clearly they haven't got a clue because they're so stuck they were so stuck in the past that they didn't see the game getting away from them mm. they couldn't see the game getting away from them and when the game had got away from them they still didn't react to it so that has always been my feeling so I'm well I look at it now as I just think we know we've been run by absolute cowboys and yet we're still here saying, well, yeah, we have been run and we told you all about this and you still want to punish us as a fan base over and over and over. And people can laugh and people can call us cheats, but it is us who has to deal with it. It is us that are going to have to pick it, all, pick it all up. It is us as a fan base that we're going back to the well. You know, Kevin Felwell saying it today you know we're we're all together we know you'll be great Mm. you know everyone keeps on talking how magnificent the atmosphere is going to be on Sunday and how uh, people are trying to get tickets and people on the outside go oh my god this is going to be this is going to be mad this is going to be unbelievable but where does that come from that comes from the fan base that comes from the same fan base that feels like it's being punished again and again and again for, for, for by the way nothing more than wanting it's football club to be where we think our football club, club should be. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. That's all of this, it's, yeah. You can throw all these nonsense clubs at us. We as a football club, we as a fan base, have still have high standards for our football club. Mm. We don't look at Man City and we don't look at Chelsea and think they're a bigger club than us. We don't, we don't think like that. We don't look at Spurs and go, Wow, 10 years of being in the Champions League makes them a bigger team than us. We look at what we are and we we go, do you know what? We're still a big football club. You know, we look at Aston Villa and we say, why aren't we doing that? Why why couldn't have we gone out and got a really good manager and, and give him the keys to the place and not let anyone else interfere? You know, we have respect for people like Villa because we see a lot of the, the ourselves in them. As a fan base... We, we've held this club together. We are the glue that holds this club together because as we always say, if the fan base walked away, this club would cease to exist. You can't say that for a lot of teams nowadays, certainly in the top top echelons. Mm. So we will obviously keep fighting for our club um, because that's that's what we do. That's what we've always done, isn't it? That's what we've always done. We just we just feel let down when other people don't fight for our football club as hard as we can. People who do make a difference don't fight for our football club. Um, and I think that's what the football club is starting to understand now. The people who are there, because the people that aren't those people still at the football club, who have been hiding in their bunkers and not wanting to come out. They're gone now, for the most part. The owner's got a foot out the door, let's be honest. He can turn up at games. I don't know whether he'll be there on Sunday. I don't know whether, you know, 777 will be there on Sunday. They should be. They should be. They should be the ones showing the leadership. But again, it'll all be on the fans, won't it? 
because it always comes back to the fans. And all we've ever asked for is for our club to be run properly. That's all we've ever asked for. And for a while, we trusted the football club, didn't mm-hmm. we, to be run properly. We mm-hmm. saw what was happening thinking, they must have a plan. They must know more than we do. And the problem was, what, I think 2019 going into 2020, that's when it suddenly dawned on a lot of people. These people don't have a plan and didn't have a plan and have let our club get to this position. Um, and we've been fighting ever since. Mad. Absolutely mad. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video as well. And also, don't forget, go and subscribe to More Than A Game. Mm-hmm. Gareth Southgate. Uh, Gareth Southgate. Gareth Farrelly inside the game is out. Gareth Southgate in the future. Uh, Gareth Farrelly. That one we called Inside Gareth Southgate. Yeah. Mm. The, mm. Oh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Different kind of a minute there. It did. It did. It's because... It's because I've just seen the hmm. thumbnail for Gareth Southgate. Gareth, what? I've just read something about Gareth Southgate, but I've just seen the thumbnail that nether. Yeah. On, and I hadn't I'd done nothing. You know, Did you not you, authorise that? I, I, I'd authorised it without without thinking it. Mm. Yeah. And well, it's quite, your fault then, isn't it? It is, my, I've got yeah. to take the blame. Yeah. He's done it and I've not the uh, quality control hasn't yeah. picked it up and that was on me. So it is one yeah. of them. But make sure you subscribe to more than a game um, the link is going in now check out the Gareth Farrelly inside the game it's brilliant um, but let's see uh, Charles says yeah, I'm a West Ham fan I'm going to be watching on Sunday just to see the atmosphere it's going to be mad yeah it is absolutely absolutely uh, Chris says they picked the fight with the wrong fans we will never give up mm. on the club um, absolutely see, we've just got to battle and, and see what we can get haven't we absolutely Right, are we there done? We yeah, I think yeah. we're done, yeah. We're done. So, yeah. take it easy, Great everybody. reaction, thank you to yeah. everyone who called. Great reaction yeah. tonight. It's what we want every week. That's exactly what we want every week on this show. People reacting to stuff, people who are angry, people who feel, you know, whatever the situation is, it's great to hear so many people calling from all around the world as well. Mm. That's exactly what we want on this show because, listen, we could sit here for an hour and a half and read out all your comments and just have chats, but when people are calling up, it does make a massive difference. Whether there's frogs, no frogs, tadpoles whatever frog spawn it does make a it is brilliant to hear so many people from different places get in touch and and uh, get their feelings across so there you go we'll be back tomorrow at one live on toffee tv premiere so uh, catch us there see you later bye